0: Good
1: morning, crypto.
2: Good morning, warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, joined by several members of our 3T family this morning. We got Mr. Johnny Crypto. Jeremy, shout out to you, the FinWiz, Billy, the chart analysis expert, and NFT Tones pretending to be the bearable bull. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we will be discussing how J.P. Morgan is allowing retail customers to purchase cryptocurrency, while at the same time announcing that the bear market, well, that's behind us. Could this be an indicator that better days are on the horizon? Ethereum is getting ready for the largest move in crypto history, with plans to scale up to 100,000 transactions per second. This next upgrade is taking crypto mainstream. Coinbase is caught red-handed as multiple employees are caught insider trading, making over 1.1 million in crypto profits, with the SEC also claiming that Coinbase is selling unregistered securities. Could this be the beginning of the end for Coinbase? Nancy Pelosi runs away from the podium when asked about insider trading, while Cardano exposes their secret sauce to running global infrastructure. Putin warns that a new Putin warns the globe that a new world order is emerging as America is collapsing. And Flare Network is now live. We've discovered a powerful video from their CEO showing how Flare is changing the world of DeFi. Brad Garlinghouse takes public shots at the SEC, and Gary Gensler, after stating regulation by enforcement, will not end well for those regulatory bodies. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platform like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So, Mr. Johnny Crypto, I see you're spending another day in paradise, my friend. Thank you for making time for us this morning. How are you feeling?
3: i oh, feel feeling fantastic. It's always great to be in paradise. It's great to be around all you guys. We got Edgy, I guess, Abs, your new name is Edgy Abs. <laughs> oh, yes. But more importantly, I want to address the fact that, Billy, great to see you here because obviously yesterday everybody thought that we kicked you off the show because you were talking shit about Bitcoin. And they're like, uh, I, obviously, they must think we're Bitcoin maximists. But, no, folks, we didn't kick Billy off the show. We love Billy. He had a personal issue. He took care of it, Billy. I'm glad everything's going well. Great to see you, brother. And good morning to all the warrior maniacs out there. Love all you guys.
2: Amazing. Thank you, Johnny Crypto. And Billy, we had to bring you in for this special episode today because we took a lot of heat. People were thinking we kicked you off the program for your Bitcoin takes. Of course, that could never be the case. You are family, my friend. But thank you for making time for us this morning. How are you feeling today?
0: Dude, I'm blessed. And I'll say it out loud for the whole world here. Fuck Bitcoin. I hate Bitcoin. I think it's trash. And nobody's kicking me off them. That's the good thing about this academy. Everybody can have a different opinion. I can sit here and talk trash about Bitcoin. Someone else can love Bitcoin and we can still go break bread together, still go make money together and live life together. But that's not how this works, y'all.
2: 100%, Billy. And we're going to continue to bring the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics, whether that's Bitcoin, XRP, or Dogecoin, or any other currency in between. We're going to cover it on this show because it's important for our listeners to understand this market right now. Still controlled by Bitcoin, but we're gonna kick it to NFT Tones next. NFT Tones, you were hiding from the public this morning. How are you feeling, my friend? And thank you for making time for us today. Good morning, everyone.
1: And just to let you know, Ads, I'm not hiding from the public. Uh, I broke the camera with how good looking I was today. Out of boy, Tones. Out of boy. But uh yeah, I'm having some technical difficulties with this camera. I'm hoping to get it working sometime throughout throughout the show. But uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot happening and I'm excited to get into it, especially with uh, Minecraft banning NFTs. I think that's really interesting. don't
3: don't let him don't let him lie to you He 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 didn't pay the uh internet bill this week so we cut we cut the megabits down for a second so he only gets four NFT
2: tones airing out his dirty laundry live on air johnny crypto he brought up something very interesting which is the minecraft nft news we are going to be covering that later in this episode but we're going to get this thing started the same way we always do by showing you guys our good morning crypto twitter account At 3TGM Crypto on Twitter, we got 1,508 followers. We're live on Monday. We're live on Thursday. So please go smash that follow button. Tweet at us. We love talking to you guys. Bitcoin Fear and Greed Index has climbed out of extreme fear this week. We are in moderate fear, sitting at a 33 this morning. Nothing worth addressing after Johnny Crypto's speech yesterday. But we are going to dive into the total coin market cap. We're getting a little bit of bullish price action this morning as we are sitting at $1.06 in global market cap. Bitcoin is 42% dominance. Ethereum is 18%. Bitcoin is sitting at twenty-three thousand five hundred dollars this morning, so very exciting to see that we bottomed out in that high seventeen thousand dollar range. Ethereum is sixteen hundred. XRP is thirty-six cents. Cardano is forty-nine cents. Avalanche twenty-five dollars. Chainlink back above seven dollars. Stellar is eleven cents, and we'll scroll down to Hedera Hashgraph, which is seven and a half cents this morning. Billy, it's been quite a while since we had you on the show, so I think it's fitting we go to you first. You've been very critical of Bitcoin, but for good reason, my friend. What are you watching in the market this morning? And how do you feel about some of this bullish price action? You think we bottomed out? Uh,
0: th- this is kind of what we were talking about before. I think this is a, a kind of a bull trap for us. I think, you know, things have kind of settled down a little bit. Uh, we have some uh, positive gains in the market. Even the SPY is up. Tesla come out with its earnings report. Apple's come out with its earnings report. We have some more coming out as well. Uh, my biggest thing that I'm looking for in the market is political climate. Political change. I need some some settlement there. We we talk about it even in the in the S and P five hundred. My dogs are going crazy. My bad. In the S P Y, just like Bitcoin, we're sitting on a downtrend, and until we crack that downtrend, uh, we're still we're still kind of bearish right now. But we, we do have a little bull trap that I think we're we're set up to. I don't think this is the bottom. I've said this since May. I think we're going to go down even further. Um, I think there's just more indications to come. There's a lot of political climate. um, And without throwing fear out there, you know, there's masks coming back. Uh, We've had some South Carolina companies around here that's mandated masks to come back. There's California areas now mandating masks. Even temperature stations are coming back. So there's a lot of things, you know, to play at this. And I'm not, I can't just read the market condition itself. I have to read the overall political climate. So that's why I'm thinking that, we're going to have a little bull trap come up and then have a the next little leg down what that leg down is going to be i really don't know
2: we got 111 live listeners out there smash that love show us sorry smash that like button and show us some love we're going to continue to bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto related topics but Billy brought up something very interesting. When the, when the pandemic first came around, I remember there were many political figures saying, from this point forward, every five years, we're going to have a global pandemic. So it really doesn't surprise me that this mask narrative and this temperature narrative is starting to emerge again. But I do want to keep it crypto-focused as we have Mr. Johnny Crypto in the building. Johnny Crypto, Bitcoin did something very, very interesting. It used its previous all-time high as support during this bear market. What do you think about where the market is today? I know you called for a market bottom in October, but do you think we're going to have a bullish July?
3: Um, uh, yeah, I've been saying for a while now that I thought we would see, a, uh, in, in this current bear market that we're in, that we would bottom out in July. And I thought now that we'd get a little pump from now till about September ish, because the elites are going to get in their positions before the, the sheep will come back from vacation. And then I think they're going to dump all over them in September and October. So, uh, that's kind of the plan. That's what I think is going to happen. I could be wrong. So don't go by me, folks. <laughs> I have been wrong many times in the market. But that's so far how it seems to be playing out. And that's the way I'm playing the the chessboard here. So I'm uh, just sitting right now and just waiting for prices to go up. I think we're just getting started. I think we'll get a nice three or four week pump. I don't think we're going to see all time highs, but I think we'll, you know, we'll get to, you know, a a decent pump from this bottom. Maybe we'll see a 2x from the bottoms that we saw. And that's when I'm going to be selling, you know, looking to get out. A good 40 50 percent of the holds maybe more because i think with should coming you know we want to wait the, bay, the way it works right they, they 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 pick for seven years and they'll you know, harvest on the seventh year and then the next two years are painful so it might be a two-year really bad low i think we have big lows coming and then you know you want to be buying in those lows next year sometime in 2023 before we hit the next pump that's coming you know we know the bitcoin happening in 2024 it's like it's lighting up almost perfect Gee, I wonder why. Right, Johnny Crypto.
2: It's almost as if all the world's a stage, my friend. But I want to kick it to NFT Tones because NFT Tones, Johnny Crypto is calling for a short-term recovery. Do you think there'll be potential to exit the market at that point? Or are you taking a much less riskier approach and just accumulating these assets during the bear market?
1: For right now, I'm accumulating the assets in the bear market. However, if we do get a rally, I am going to sell. Just in case that we do get another dip, I'll be able to buy more in that dip. So I'll be able to get even more and hopefully get rewarded from taking a risk
2: definitely nft tones we're going to start with our first live update this morning as ftx ceo says a market recovery could happen remarkably fast i think that's very fitting for what johnny crypto just said we are anticipating some form of a recovery pump right so it wouldn't surprise me to see a thirty thousand dollar bitcoin or a twenty two hundred dollar ethereum but johnny crypto how do you feel about this announcement here
3: Here's what you're gonna see now, okay? Because the elites got all in. Everybody, they all bought in when everybody was fearful, running and panicking and puking, right? When it feels awful, that's when you need to buy. We've been telling you on the show, but we're not financial advisors. You have to do your own research. We've been DCAing. We've been telling you that. So were the elites, and now they got everybody in. So now that they're in, what do what do they have to do now to get the price up? They got to come out and tell us, "Oh, the bottom is in. Oh, the market is good." They're gonna tell you. The next few months, you're gonna, or next maybe month or so, you're gonna hear all this great news of how great the markets are and the world is fantastic and everything's great. They're gonna pump the shit out of it, pump, 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 for about a, about a month or so, and then they're gonna dump it on us, right? And then they're gonna get out, and then it's gonna be a shit storm for the next few 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 uh, for the next few years potentially. So yeah, you're gonna see a lot of this right now, guys, and that is your warning. But it's the beginning right now, so it's okay. They gotta pump us up. Once we're in that extreme fear, uh, greed zone, if we get somebody ask me in the chat here, Johnny, when are you going to sell? You're going to tell us yourself. I'm going to sell when I see us in two things. One, when we're kind of in that extreme greed or or greed zone. And when when I look at the charts, if I see like two or three large bars, those are unsustainable pumps. And I'm gonna be getting out at those at those times. So, so I can't tell you exactly when because it might happen, you know, when I'm not on the show. But that's that's how I'm gonna be doing it, just to give you guys some since you asked the the question there.
2: Billy, I want to address something Johnny Crypto said, which is that if you're not getting dumped on, you're using someone else's exit liquidity. And I don't think it's a coincidence that all these major banks are telling us, "Look, the bear market's over, retail. Why don't you flood on in so we can dump right on top of you?" But I want to hear from you, Billy, and then we'll get into our next news
0: article. That's something that I've, I've learned the hard way is you do the opposite of what they're doing. Uh, so I think Johnny's 100% right, right. They're getting the retail people in here, just like people did before, you know, they think everything's at the bottom. It's as low, it's, it's red. And then they're going to, they're going to sell it out from underneath them when it hits that trend line and we get back to this, it's a bull trap. That's all it is. It's We've, seen it
2: We've seen it before. We'll see it again, Billy. We got another major announcement and I'm going to come right back to you. My friend, California will allow cryptocurrency donations for their political campaign. So while prices are lower than ever and sentiment seems to be worse than ever among retail investors, California and governments around the world are adopting cryptocurrencies. What does this say to you,
0: Billy? They're finding a way to get more money in their pockets from us any way they can. Um, that, that's that's all this that's all this is. is figuring Them trying to figure out how this is going to work, how they're going to manipulate it and how they can profit from it. The fact that California is coming out and saying they're going to take it for, for political gains and political donations, tells you everything you need to know right there. Crypto's not going anywhere. Um, so it's it's a great time to DCA in like Johnny was talking about earlier. We're never going to know what the bottom is, but if we know what the future is and what the possibilities are, you DCA in now for what you're going to get into the future. But you know, I'm from California. I was born there. I lived there. I just moved back from there. It is the most corrupt state in the history of states. And I can't say that enough. And I'm not even talking about just from a political aspect. It is... It's not the California that used to have Baywatch and, and all that. It's 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 totally different now. But the and fact that they're taking for political gains, bro, that says a
3: lot. Of course they're gonna accept cryptocurrency because think about it, they know that's the future. They it's want great the great. money, they they're gonna say no to money, they'll take it. Those 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 rat snake weasels will take money any way they can, and they know cryptocurrency is another well, way, another form. They they well, got their palms wide open for it. And now they tell you about it.
2: Hundred percent. And somebody said, "Let's talk XDC." Don't worry, we do have an XDC article later in the episode. But Node Army said something very funny. Politicians like Pelosi, we know, follow and buy stocks. There's constant insider trading going. But with the Coinbase news, everybody's focused on the insider trading going on in the cryptocurrency markets today. We are going to dive into that. But I do have one last live tweet I want to update our listeners on. J.P. Morgan says the extreme bearish phase seen in crypto market. Well, between May and June, it appears to be behind us. Long story short, JP Morgan is sitting right now telling you guys that we are at the bottom of the bear market. This is an indicator to me that we definitely have lower to go, but I am anticipating a recovery pump, and they want retail bullish during that time. Johnny Crypto, what does this say to you? Then we'll kick it to Billy.
3: It says exactly what I just said two minutes ago. You're going to hear all these companies come out and say, everything's great. The sky is blue, The sun is out. Everything's beautiful. Come on in. The water's warm. Try it out. Everybody's going to come in and bang. They're going to rug pull them really, really bad. I mean, if like we got the rat snake weasel list for people. If there was a rat snake weasel list for companies, JP Morgan would be right up there at the top.
2: Johnny, are you not a fan of Jamie Dimon?
3: Oh, I love Jamie Dimon. He's fantastic because I just do the opposite of what he says. It's beautiful. It's exactly. Easy be it's like Jim Cramer.
2: People hate on Jim Cramer. For me, it's a perfect indicator of when I should be entering the market and when I should be entering the market. But, Billy, before we dive into our first article, which is also J.P. Morgan related, I'd love to hear your thoughts.
0: It's a, yeah, it's exactly that. Once, once you learn to do the opposite of what they're saying, sort of like when Elon went on Saturday Night Live and was talking about Doge, you know, that was the time to sell it. People were going in and buying it. It's, it's, it's the exact same thing, man. You had just listen to what they're saying. They're telling you everything you need to know. Just do the opposite. Put a mirror in front of yourself.
2: NFT Tones, why don't you close this out here? We've got all this positive news from JP Morgan. Although price action is lower than it's been in quite a while, what does this indicate to you about where we may be in our market cycle?
1: So, this indicates to me that we possibly could go lower because I don't trust anything the big boys say. They always stay soft to mislead you and guide you to the wrong end. And I always feel like you have to do the opposite of what they say because they're not trustworthy.
2: Perfect. Beautifully put NFT tones. And we're going to dive into our first article for today, but we have 159 live listeners out there. Show us some love smash that like button. Cause we are going to continue to bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto related topics. And that's exactly what we have here. JP Morgan's retail customers can now crap, tap cryptocurrency, just not directly. So JP Morgan is going to start allowing their wealthy clients to invest in company, invest in crypto companies through their investment vehicles. So JP Morgan Chase is allowing wealth management clients to invest in a selection of crypto funds, including Grayscale's Bitcoin Trust. The move gives a wide array of JP Morgan clients, including those plugged into the commission-free Trace trading app, easy access to directly invest in cryptocurrency. These clients, however, cannot invest in crypto directly through their JP Morgan accounts. Johnny Crypto, please expose the game for our listeners here. Why do you think JP Morgan is allowing their customers to accumulate cryptocurrency, but they have to do it through JP Morgan investment vehicles?
3: No, this there's, there's so much going on. So, first off, I'm sorry, guys. I got distracted by, by Don Army. He said he said we should start our own crypto and call it RSW Rat Snake Weasel. You know what's funny <laughs> about that? How great would that be to go in front of the ACC to go get it? <laughs> To go register security and say, hey, Gary, we're, we're here. We're creating a quote called Rat, Snake, Weasel because that's what you guys are. Oh, my God, that's freaking priceless. But um, getting back to the article, you want to talk about hypocrisy off the freaking charts. This is the same company and the same guy that said in 2017, if any of my people, if any of my employees are using cryptocurrency, you're getting fired. And what's he doing? Here we go. And meanwhile, they were filing patents on on using this stuff. And now here we are four years later the guy that said he was going to fire his employees or is now for for cryptocurrency is now offering it to their clients i mean oh my freaking god it just blows my mind but again like we tell you folks we're just showing you more proof more evidence you do opposite of what they say and now that jp morgan had a chance to put all the stuff in place right they didn't want anybody getting into crypto back then because they don't want those prices going up while they're trying to get there their bags full but now that they're all set now they're going to offer it to everybody it makes perfect sense abs and here's the funny thing we know that the people the people believe in these companies they believe in these leaders they believe in what they tell them and so because the this company is telling them hey now it's safe for you to invest in this guess what they're going to invest in it and that's good for everybody here who was in early Give Uh, you back for being here early, boy,
2: guys. Billy, you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, how Bank of America said that they're not participating in crypto, they're not an advocate of crypto, they don't believe in crypto. Then we look into their files, and they have the most cryptocurrency patents in the entire market. So, one thing that's very, very consistent with these big banks is that they do not want retail investors in early because we are who they profit off of. They want to buy $400 Ethereum and dump it on you at four grand while they're telling you in the mainstream articles. This is the ideal time to buy Ethereum. Even though we just did a 10X, we may do another 2X. But, Billy, I want to give you the floor. Hey,
0: hey, hey, when you look at the SEC case that's going on with XRP, it's the same thing. Um, you know, XRP is a security. You can't trade it. But yet half of the people at SEC own XRP. And now they've come out and said that there's no policy stating that they can't trade or hold XRP. But yet it's illegal. Like, make it make sense. Like, the hypocrisy of it all is just is – just- it's mind-blowing man it's like do what i tell you to do but i can do whatever i want to do and it's just that seems like to be what everything is going to and the fact that they come out and announce that you know nine of the uh tokens on the insider trade i know we'll go over to that later but that that's it just blows my mind it's 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 across the board and in our whole government spectrum that, you know you do what you're told to do and then we're going to do whatever the hell that we want to do and don't you say anything and that goes back to we can't change the game like we are not in a position to change the game none of us are in a position to change the game what we have to do is understand it and then how to maneuver through it it's like being put into a uh, a maze and you're a mouse there's nothing you can do about being in the fucking maze you're in the maze and you got to go get the cheese. You got to know how to maneuver through everything. And that's the key part of all this is we're not going to change. It. It's going to happen no matter what. We just got to figure out how to move through it and duck and dodge the bullshit. But that, that, 30s, just, I can't stand it. we put her ugly ass back on the screen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was my fault. That was my fault. I oh my accidentally God. shared the Nancy Pelosi clip a little God. too early, but for all of our listeners out there, we are going to cover a Nancy Pelosi clip where she's actually, she's directly asked about the insider trading going on with her husband, she not only avoids the question, she runs away from the podium. But sorry, Billy, continue.
0: No, I'm, I just want to see her now. I just want to talk bad about her. I'm good.
2: <laughs> well, don't worry, my friend. We are going to do exactly that. We have 186 live listeners out there. Show us some love. Smash that like button. But we're going to hear from the Bearable Bull, also known as NFT Tones, next. So NFT Tones, floor is yours.
1: All right. So this is definitely really interesting because, like, it means that, How I look at this, it means that people who normally can't get into crypto can now get into it. But it's very, very dangerous, I feel like, because I feel like (laughs) JP Morgan might not say anything, but the fees and stuff that they're gonna actually take when you sell your crypto could be like more than you think. So when you go to sell your crypto, if you sell it on crypto.com, they if you do like a thousand dollar sale, I'm pretty sure they take about like two hundred bucks. So I wonder what JP Morgan will be taking and how interesting that that will get.
2: That's a really good point, NFT Tones. One of the things we know is nobody's getting involved in this market unless they think they can profit. And JP Morgan forcing their investors to use their vehicles and directly profit off their cryptocurrency purchasing, literally zero surprise here. But I know Billy is very, very excited for the Nancy Pelosi news that we got Yesterday Nancy Pelosi was asked about the insider trading that's going on with her husband. Her husband has been one of the most profitable traders in America now for I think it's about 2 decades and it directly coincides to when Nancy Pelosi got into office and started to get access to all of this amazing information. Last fall, Microsoft was about to sign a 10 billion dollar deal. 2 weeks before that took place, Nancy Pelosi purchased a million dollars worth of their stock and this week we had Nvidia Um, they got massive funding from governments to work on electric vehicles. And right before that happened, Nancy Pelosi's husband invested $5 million. So we're going to let this video play and then get some comments from the group. Here we go. Oh, the audio is terrible here. So I'm going to read it as this thing plays. So over the course of your career, has your husband, sorry, I'm going to read this directly over the course of your career. Has your husband ever made a stock purchase or a sale based on information he has received from you? Nancy Pelosi pretends as if she doesn't hear the question. And he asks her to repeat it again. The reporter then goes to say, over the course of your career, has your husband ever made a stock purchase or a sale based on information received? Nancy Pelosi says, absolutely not. Then goes on to push the mic out of the way and exit the stand. I thought this was very interesting. She was very, very quick to get out of there. And I think for good reason. If I was Nancy Pelosi, I'd probably push the microphone and run away from the stand as well. But I want to hear from Johnny Crypto. Johnny Crypto, we can we can publicly see insider trading going on because when there's moves of these massive government contracts, Nancy Pelosi and other government employees are getting in early on these investments. What does this say to you? We got the SEC going after Coinbase. When the hell are they going to go after some U.S. politicians?
3: It says I just figured out who should be at the top of the rat snake weasel list. So I was always kind of arguing whether it should be between Kramer and Gensler, but I just figured it out. Pelosi's at the top, and then those two are just puppets behind there. So, yeah, we got the pair. But right, so, we're already starting to form a nice chart there. Okay, definitely at the very top of the list. No question about it that this insider trader going on. I mean, come on. She, she would have been better off just answering the question honestly, but obviously she couldn't because, you know, although they're untouchable. But the reality is, Abs. We all know they do it. We know they're allowed to do it. It's actually – I know they tried to pass a law to make it illegal. I don't know if that ever happened or she brought the bill. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't pass, did it?
0: No, of course no. not.
3: And, I mean, that. see, this is, this is what I talk about WWE all the time, right? This is show. It's just politics. It's just that you're watching TV. Like, oh, hey, we're going to bring this bill. Hey, look, we're trying to do it. Oh, sorry. We couldn't get him to pass it. What a bunch of horse bullshit. There was never. They knew that bill was dead on arrival. But and then- it's all about the optics. It's about, hey, let's make it look good. But it wasn't ever going to happen. And no surprise here that all I do, you know, everybody should do this is whenever her and her husband make trades, you should go right. buy them. Right. <laughs> get in on those trades because, you know, they know something. That's probably the easiest money you'll ever make in your life if you could get in it when they're getting in. Billy, I want to take it to you here. I was going to say,
0: isn't it interesting, uh, the timing of the SEC going after the insider training uh, of Coin, Coin? you know, and then Nancy's getting questioned about this. It's, it's all about redirecting, all right? Look over here. Don't look over here. The one thing you will never see is politicians going to jail. Why? Because if one politician goes to jail, that opens the door for other politicians to go to jail and they're all in bed together. So you will never convict one, just like you will never see a president go to jail. You will never, none of that stuff will ever happen. Just like Johnny said, it's all show. And whenever the attention's focused on them, they have to move it somewhere else. And this lady, when I say is the most corrupt woman other than hillary clinton but that's
3: definitely um, <laughs> <Exactly. world, laughs>
0: yeah as far as manipulating the stock market it is crazy and the fact that she can get away with it it's just it's right there like they put it out there this is what i'm doing you know and it's just nothing's gonna happen that's why you got to prepare yourself get educated understand how things work and know how to move through what we call the matrix man. Right? unless you're in a position to make major changes and you're in a political climate You got to understand how the world works. And we do have
2: a little bit, I guess you would call it political news this morning, but we are going to talk a little Nancy Pelosi and we are going to talk a little bit about what Putin said. Putin made an announcement yesterday to the entire planet stating that America's domination is over. And I do think that's relevant for our listeners to hear, but I want to show NFT Tones take first. NFT Tones, what are some of your thoughts on this article? I found it very interesting that Nancy Pelosi didn't even answer the question. She ran off stage, very difficult from an optics standpoint. What does this say to you, my friend?
1: So this tells me, well politicians are supposed to be great liars right well i'll tell you this much (laughs) she is not a great liar by doing that she proved to us that she is hiding something and that she was trying to escape from it and that she didn't want the pressure on her if she really wanted to prove to us that there was no inside trading she had to respond and react better by pushing the mic away it shows us that she is not she's lying and that she
2: doesn't even care about us. She just wants to make a quick buck. Well, news to all of our listeners out there. Nancy Pelosi does not care about you. According to NFT tones, we got 200 live listeners out there. Show us some love, smash that like button. We're about to show you guys a Putin video, and then we're going to get right back into our crypto news. But I do think this is very relevant, especially for American citizens, because this is a massive warning about a shift in global powers taking place. And it's actually centered around ideology for all of our listeners out there. This is in Russian, but if you're watching via video, Check out the screen. There
0: are there are subtitles. Here we go. больше, и больше набирают обороты, набирают
2: So I'm just kind of realizing now it's probably not great to play a clip in Russian on the air with most of our listeners speaking English. What he says here is that American ideology, it's totally corrupt. We live in a communist nation and American citizens don't recognize the fact that we live in a communist nation. That's what Putin said. I'm going to leave my opinion for after Johnny and Billy. But one of the things I think is very prevalent is that world superpowers are teaming up to take down America. They don't believe in our ideology. They don't believe in our global financial system in which America has a monopoly on cash. But I do want to hear from Johnny Crypto about what Putin had to say here. Do you think we are at the beginning of a shifting of world superpowers? And is this part of Agenda 2030?
3: Uh, I mean, first I would like to get I wish I had a Russian American friend. He retired. I'd love him to translate that and make sure that that translation is right. Cause anybody can write any words on any of that. And none of us would know the difference, but the reality is what is written here is true. We are seeing a shift of, you know, freedoms being taken away from America. I mean, I remember when I grew up and I was a kid, the world I lived in then and the world I live in now is not the same. I think all of us can feel the difference. We can feel the changes. We've been through significant things, 9-11, um, the C-word, right? All these things take away, they put these more stringent, um, what's the word, uh, controls, if you will, right, on us. And so, I don't know. It does feel like a changing world. He is right. And, and you know, and it's always sold to us on the fact that, oh, it's better for society. It's safer, right? And I think, I don't know if it was Franklin or Thomas Jefferson said that, you know, you got to be careful, You someday you may give up all your all your freedoms for this uh, for protection. And at some point, you just got to say, hey, look, we got to live our lives. And yes, there has to be some fear. You have to have some fear for freedom. You know, you don't get one without the other. And if you go swing the pendulum two way, one way or the other, you're going to lose the other one. So let's hope that America can find its balance in the middle or uh, someday we will be. Communists just like China and Russia.
2: Billy, I'm going to kick it to you here, but Johnny brought up something very important, which is that once government or any regulatory body gets control, they do not relinquish that control. And a great example of that is what happened in the early 2000s with the Patriot Act. Originally, the Patriot Act, they were looking at emails and people's personal information because they were worried about terrorist attacks. Well, here we are 20 years later and they still allow us, they still are are allowed to go through our emails. They're allowed to check out all the data on our phones. They're allowed to see our internet search history. They're never going to give us that power back, but I want to kick it to Billy here before we dive back into our crypto topics.
0: And and without going into some crazy stuff, it's all by design. Like I think 9-11 was by design in order to pass some of those things in order to make those things happen. If you man, how should I say this without saying it? Fucking, I'll just put it out there, I don't care. Like, I kind of like Putin. I don't think, I think there's more to this Ukraine bullshit that's going on than what's really going on. But when you look at some of Klaus Schwab's messages and some of his interviews, he's even talked about how he put Putin in place and how he put um, Canada's prime minister in place. So there's, there's there's a lot of pieces going on, but what I will say is, They've been saying it since, what, the 70s, 80s, that they were going to destroy America from within side. There was no way they could do it with an army, that they had to do it with inside. And how you do it with inside is by politicians and getting local districts. People think the president changes laws. It's Congress and legislative that changes the laws. That's the politicians that you have to watch. And then you look at who's backing those. Who's backing the DAs that are coming into office? And that's funded by George Soros and that whole thing. So this is an implosion from within. Um, There's nothing that is going to do it from the outside. All this is by design. All this is happening for a reason. When we say this is a show and this is a stage, it's because this has been planned since day one for all this to happen. And there's a certain way that it's got to be done. Um, When when he talks about, I I don't want to say America is stupid, but we are, we have been dumbed down We've broken apart our family units. We've devalued men, devalued women, devalued beliefs, which has led to other things. And that 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 comes along with the market and everything that's happening, our psychological, how we spend money, how we buy things. Um, and all that's being manipulated and controlled now for the sake of safety. And that's what they sell it as is if you let us do this, we're gonna keep you safe. You know, if you wear these masks, we'll keep you safe. If you get your temperature done, we'll keep you safe. If you stay at home, we'll keep you safe. And people don't understand. We are slaves. You have been enslaved and don't even know. You think you're free, but you're not. Try to leave the country if you got a temperature. Are you really that free? Try to spend some money if they lock your account down because you don't want to sign up for something. That's what we have to understand. So. Wow. That was really deep. I didn't mean to
2: go that far. No, that was great, Billy. I love your speeches and I think you're spot on. I do want to kick it to NFT tones, but we did have a very funny comment for our listeners. Somebody said, Billy hates California and likes Putin. I'll give that a thumbs up. (laughs) I thought that was really funny, but I do want to kick it to NFT tones. NFT tones, what's on your mind, my friend?
1: So all I'm going to say is I believe that Putin is right. He Americans are stupid. If you, if, Uh, Joe Biden didn't catch the C word recently. Uh, He would actually be in Pennsylvania right now, outlining a $37 billion plan aimed at making U.S. communities safer and fighting crime amid a national wide surge in violence. (laughs) Um, Where the hell are we printing this money? How are we keeping this? How are we sustaining our money? The more we print this money, the more it's devalued. It's fucking pointless. Stop printing the money. Put it back, attach it back to gold, give it some real value. Right now, it has no value and it's garbage.
3: Yeah, with that being said, go ahead,
2: Johnny. Sorry about that.
3: Keep it clean, tones. Keep it clean. But we got we got young kids watching it. Hey, why Billy's right? All empires fall. You know how they fall. You know how the Roman Empire fell from within. Yeah, so
2: honestly, we can go into the Roman Empire. I've studied a a decent amount of that. And what happened was everybody got gluttonous, right? Nobody wanted to join the army. There was an attack on masculinity. People became far too comfortable. And you know what happened when the invaders came over the hill? Rome fell very, very quickly. But like Johnny Crypto said, it started from within. And I think we're seeing that in America today. People, they don't take pride in this nation. What happened to land of the free home of the brave? Instead, it's land of the complacent, but we're going to continue with our cryptocurrency content for today. We got 204 live listeners. And if you like that speech Billy gave, smash that like button. Pro Pro Putin, anti-California, my friend. And that's all jokes, of course. But we have a live update from the CEO of Flare Networks talking about how they're changing the game of DeFi. We're going to let this clip play and then start off with Johnny Crypto. Here we go.
0: I'm putting in a governance proposal that changes the way the token is distributed so that it's t- distributed through the FTSO so that you get your initial 15% and the rest is distributed through the FTSO. Governance proposal will be out very soon. Um, one of the core ideas behind that proposal is it means that we don't have to distribute over three years directly to exchanges because obviously every additional month is another month that an exchange can go bankrupt. Uh, and so we hope that most of the exchanges will still be around by the time we do the initial distribution.
2: Uh, I want to pause it there before we continue with this clip, because he said a couple of very interesting things. Number one, he says, I hope many of the exchanges that are supposed to be participating in this airdrop are able to survive until then. The number two thing he said was that they're not going to need exchanges to facilitate these airdrops after that initial 15%. I think this is very good. We also know that Flare is going to be totally decentralized by the end of August. They will only hold 33% of the total tokens at that point. But Johnny Crypto, what does this say about you? What does this say to you about the development taking place in Flair behind the scenes, as well as the potential for Flair to take down many of these other DeFi projects?
3: Oh, I think it finally means I think we're finally getting to the, to the end with the light at the end of the tunnel where Flair is finally going to launch, get their airdrop out there. Uh, I think the most fascinating thing you already called it out is the fact that he highlighted, you know, they'll pass it out to the exchanges that are there. He's already cluing you into something, so he probably knows something. Uh, right, that he's even throwing that out there. So we all felt that there will be another big exchange to fall. None of us know which one it is. I'm not going to come out here and tell you I know because I have no clue, but I do feel like they are setting it up for at least one large one to fall, and that will also coincide with probably a drop that we see in that October-ish or September-ish time frame. So we'll see. We'll have to play it out and see what happens. But I do believe that for flare holders and people who are excited about flare. And people who want the spark tokens, I think the good news is you're finally going to, I think we're getting close. You're finally going to get them.
2: That's pretty exciting. I want to kick it to NFT Tones. NFT Tones, what are some of your overall thoughts on what Flair's doing here? And the fact that he said a lot of exchanges that we think may succeed, well, they may collapse over the next few years. Well, I mean, he's probably
1: right. I mean, think about it. Most of these things that are doing well now in five, 10 years, they might not be. And, be, and that's because other exchanges that come out over time will have new, better features that can do stuff that these current exchanges can't, and they won't be able to keep up with it. I mean, we're hearing rumors of Coinbase going uh, bankrupt and all kinds of stuff. So it it is a little crazy right now, and it's really interesting to see what will happen in the next 5, 10 years.
2: Amazing, guys. And we're going to dive into our next article for today, which is the absolute topic of the day as Coinbase has been caught insider trading, but on top of that, the SEC is blasting them for selling unregistered securities. Coinbase blasts the SEC over an insider trading case saying none of their tokens are listed as securities. This is very, very interesting. Coinbase pushbacks on the claims from the Securities and Exchange Commission that offers unregistered securities following fraud charges against the former employee of the company. Coinbase came out and said, we do not list securities. End of story. Seven of the nine assets included in the SEC's charges are listed on Coinbase platform and none of those assets are securities. Coinbase has a rigorous process to analyze and review each digital asset before making it available on their exchange. And that process has been reviewed and approved by the SEC. I'd love to hear from Johnny Crypto, then we'll kick it to Billy. Johnny Crypto, the SEC is coming after exchanges for selling unregistered securities although they haven't laid out the correct rules and guidelines to define what a security is in this market. What do you think about this news here? The fact that the SEC is going after larger exchanges and if Coinbase falls, what does that say about the rest of the market?
3: Well, like I said, the SEC needs a win, okay? Because they're really getting beat up. They're looking bad in this XRP case. So that's what's the best way to kind of steer the, the narrative you know, there's a movie a long time ago. was called Wag the Dog. You changed the story. So now they're gonna go. Hey, look, we're going after these exchanges. We're coming here to protect the consumer. Yeah, okay. So let me get let me let me get this straight. Coinbase launched last year. It ipo it got as high as three hundred and fifty-seven dollars. A bunch of middle, you know, middle class Americans got got slaughtered in that sale. Now it's sitting at 40 bucks. Where where was the SEC then protecting those people? Nowhere in sight. But now of course. Now they want to come out when when you know we're sitting at forty dollars. They want to beat this company up. So I don't know. It just seems really weird what's happening here. But to me, yeah, I think Gary's looking for a win. He's got to do something. And why not go after you know pretty much the only real registered, well-known exchange out there, Coinbase? You'll make some big waves. And maybe that's the one that they take down in October. I want to give a
2: shout out to Johnny Ripple here before we go to you, Billy, because he put in a very interesting comment. He said, "Like the idiot senator saying XRP holders are not compliant." There are no regulations to be compliant with. And this is exactly the (laughs) exact conversation. That's exactly what we've been saying on this show for months. And they've been saying it across other platforms as well. There's no rules and guidelines for us to follow. So, how are we supposed to follow the rules and guidelines? But, Billy, I'd love to hear from you. The floor is yours.
0: Bro, so I'm going to bring this from a different aspect. Think of it. And this is just because my world was a little different. I'm just seeing it a little different. This is what I see. Uh, Coinbase sold their information or gave their geotag information of its customers to the federal government right and now they were in compliance they were gov- uh, sec told them you know that they were listing everything was good and then all of a sudden this happens it almost seems like coinbase and the government were talking yeah we're going to help you out and the sec saying you're good you can sell what you want to and like johnny said now the heat's got turned up i'm taking too much flat you're gonna be the sacrificial lamb. It doesn't matter what's going on, there will always be a sacrificial lamb. And I kind of feel like what Johnny said, there's so much heat that like with Nancy going on and and her insider trading, all of a sudden there's insider trading going on within coin. Bro, you didn't know about that when you were buying the information from them. Like, come on, I'm sure you you did your research and you know everything that's going on. So it's like, I'm gonna use you for whatever I need you for. You're gonna say that everything's okay. And then I'm going to drop you whenever I'm done with you. And that's that's what this is. At least in my opinion, that's how I'm seeing it.
2: Exactly. I brought up a fantastic quote from Brad Garlinghouse, the CEO of Ripple. And he said, the SEC now seems to take the position that when they sued us, XRP is a security and always has been. But they approved Coinbase going public, even though Coinbase is not a registered broker dealer. Also, they were selling XRP. Johnny Crypto, I want to get some comments from you. Then we'll go to NFT Tones.
3: Yeah, I mean, this is hypocrisy, and it's you know what we need. I just realized it hit me during the show. You know how we have the extreme fear and greed index? We need it. We need a <laughs> we need a hypocrisy and extreme hypocrisy index because these guys are right up in there at the highest levels. You you know to say that you're going to go after. I mean, this is the problem, right? There's no rules. So when there's no rules, you get to play king, and right now the SEC gets to play king. That's what they're doing. And so, obviously, they they had a bone to pick with Ripple, so they're picking it. And we're going to get to see who else they have a bone to pick with because they could do whatever they want right now until regulation comes on. And I don't know if anybody knows this, but Congress has given SEC authority that even if Congress writes a rule or something, they have still given the SEC authority to actually even change it and to to do whatever they think is possible to, again— Protect a consumer, and and meanwhile, we all know that in their approach to protect a consumer, they literally hurt. uh, How many people is John Deaton representing? Sixty-seven thousand XRP consumers.
2: Sixty-seven thousand XRP holders, and there was over three thousand who filed an Aphrodite to be involved in this lawsuit.
3: There you go. So, so I mean, you want to talk about you want to talk about talking both ends of the you. It's just it's crazy. So Brad is spot on, and here's the problem: apps. There's no accountability. There's nobody here to hold any of these guys accountable. They could do what they want and they are doing what they want. And we just have to sit here and watch the show. It's crazy.
2: NFT tones. I hope you're enjoying this show that we're watching. I do want to hear some of your comments because Brad Garlinghouse has been speaking up against the sec for so long. These statements are nothing different, but I do want to kick it to you here, my friend. What does this statement from Brad Garlinghouse say to you?
1: Uh, this says to me that you got to replace the sec with, uh, RSW and, uh, Keep it as the Rats and Weasels now seem to take us. Uh, I I, I don't think uh, SEC is the right uh, word over there. I definitely think it's RSW.
2: Amazing. Thank you, NFT Tones. And we've got some amazing stuff planned for our listeners today. We've already showed the Putin video. We've showed the Nancy Pelosi video. We do have a very interesting video next from a reporter at CNN. The CNN technical director says that they are going to be focusing on climate change going forward. I know this is a very unique episode. There's lots of stuff outside of cryptocurrency, but I do want to prepare our listeners for what's to come in the global markets. I'm gonna let this clip play where he breaks down exactly what CNN is planning behind the scenes. Then we'll get comments from the group. Here we go.
0: Story comes up. They're gonna latch on to it. They've already announced in inner office that once the public is will be open to it, we're gonna start focusing mainly on climate. Um, uh,
2: This guy is very slow to speak. It's a little bit irritating, but I'll cover what he said. He said that once CNN feels that the general public is comfortable, they're going to start pushing the climate change and global warming narrative. They already have clips queued in the background, and the directors at CNN have been planning this for years. For years, he's been going on to say that. I do want to kick it to Johnny Crypto. I think it's a big advantage to show our listeners what's on the horizon. That way, when these narratives come
3: out, they know it's part of the game. What does it say to you, Johnny Crypto? First of all, Abs, I think you said something important earlier. You know, we are our crypto show, but it doesn't mean we shouldn't be talking about what's going on in the world because world events affect crypto as well, especially climate control. Are you kidding me? I mean, obviously, that's the biggest argument of why everybody hates proof of work because it affects the climate. So, so you know, I, I hope folks appreciate that. Hey, we're trying to bring you a holistic approach of what's going on in the world and then tie it back to crypto. Right. And so obviously, guys, think about this. Now you just got a glimpse of how the elites work, right? They're literally going to feed you a narrative and 90% of the people are going to believe it. I'm telling you, tomorrow, if CNN came out and said that the sky is orange, your buddies tomorrow would come out the next day and they would tell you, hey, Abs, you know what? The sky is kind of orange. Did you know that? Because that's just how fickle uh, people are, unfortunately. But what this really means, as I see it, if they're going to now start pushing a narrative of climate control, man, if you're a proof of work type of you know energy driven cryptocurrency that's going to be really really bad it doesn't it doesn't spell it's going to to me it feels like bitcoin's going to get beat, beaten up pretty bad over the next few years depending on how long they drive this narrative
2: that's a really important point to bring up johnny is that any any cryptocurrency that's carbon neutral is going to have an advantage in that environment and the number mm-hmm. one thing ethereum is focused on they're focused on scaling but they're also focused on carbon neutrality so it's another example mm. of ethereum being given a free pass to operate in this environment i want to kick it to billy here Billy, we're about to cover an article from BlackRock showing they lost $1.7 trillion in the first six months of 22. That is the worst year they've recorded in the past 50 years. But staying with this news here, what does that say to you, my friend? Uh, mute button, Billy.
0: How much have they made? We've seen how much they lost this year, but how much have they made and how much have they acquired? Like, what is their asset holdings now? Like, every company's taking a loss right now. What are they doing with the gains that they have? What assets did they acquire? That's what we need to be watching. Everybody's taking losses right now. It's who's managing the losses and what they're accumulating with their assets. But, yeah, everybody's taking losses. And no one's getting out of this, you know, without taking a loss somewhere. And with BlackRock 1.7, yeah, that's a huge loss. But for them, in the ultimate game of things and where everything's going in the future, that's, that's just going to be a dip in the bucket.
2: One of our listeners commented and said the securities – what was it, Johnny? Can you put that back on screen? The Securities and Extortion Committee. I think that's (laughs) more fitting than the Securities and Exchange Committee. But we are going to play a clip before we dive into that BlackRock article. I found a clip of Sam Bankman free talking about how when he's bailing out a lot of these cryptocurrency companies, you have to anticipate taking short-term losses. And that's exactly what they're doing. If they're able to take short-term losses during this bear market, they'll be able to capitalize massively during the next bull run. And that's exactly what he's talking about here. So we'll let this clip play and then get some comments from the group. Here we go. It's okay to do a deal that is moderately bad in in bailing out a place. Like the bar was not, this is a good return on investment. The bar is like, this is not that bad of a return on investment. Or like we are incinerating a relatively small-ish amount of money in doing this. Um, and just to tease that out, you're incinerating a small amount of money because like in the long run, you get a large amount of money from the crypto ecosystem being healthy. I was going to say healthy, but I almost said popular. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's, I, I think if you want to look at it from just a strictly business case, right. And, and obviously if you have know, whatever fiscal duty to, to, you know, shareholders to do things that make sense for our you know, you could say, look, it's, it is it being healthy that would cause it to be popular, right? Like ultimately it's the popularity that would matter, but like that there's a flow through from health there. I think that's, what's really important. The point of buying all these things out, the plan of all these short-term bailouts is to create an environment where it's sustainable and it's safe for the regulated day investor. And if that means they have to take some short-term losses in the process, Sam Bankman fried is prepared to do so. I want to go to Johnny Crypto here, FTX, Coinbase.com and, or sorry, FTX and crypto.com appear to be the two exchanges that are going to be most profitable, and most sustainable during this bear market. What does this video say to you about where the market is today and how many of these exchanges they may be insolvent in just a couple of years?
3: Well, I think you left a big one off that list. I think Kraken is going to also be there. I think Kraken is probably the most um, solvent, maybe the most safest, I should say again, my opinion only. So don't go, don't go use it just because i say so but i just like it but yeah freeman is you know ftx is solid they got a ton of money and they are gonna start by i talk, i talked about this on the show a few a few months a weeks ago what happens in any new industry is you get a whole bunch of stuff that pops up right and because they probably are aliens so there's a <laughs> there's a whole other show on that but what happens in this any industry right everybody comes to play because everyone wants to make money. And then what happens is a bunch of them figure out that they can't, right? They can't survive. And so then the guys who do survive end up buying the little guys because they take their technology, they take their customer base, they take the pieces they need, and then they and they fire all the employees. And so that's basically what you're going to see happen over the next few years. I've been saying this. You're going to see a shit ton of consolidation coming in the crypto space. You're going to see blockchains emerging with blockchains and, Exchanges buying other exchanges and DeFi is buying other DeFi. It's going to happen. There's no way to stop it. It's coming. And in this case, like companies like FTX, FTX, I like them. In fact, I've been just starting to put them on my radar map because I haven't really invested in them. But I do want to add some of them to my bags. I'll probably wait until after the drop. I really, really think they are going to be well positioned to be one of the big players in the future. Along with Crypto.com, Kraken, and probably Binance.
2: Billy, I'd love to go to you next. As these FTX and and crypto.com continue to buy out bailout exchanges, one of the things I'm noticing is that the cryptocurrency market is indirectly becoming more centralized as more larger players in this market control more market share. We are about to dive into a Cardano article for our listeners, but what does this say to you about the fact that many of these exchanges are definitely going to need yeah. bailouts, but yeah. that the industry is becoming more centralized during this time?
0: Well, I mean, that's that's generally how major players work. They're going to buy out the competition. And like Johnny said, you know, they're going to get your customer base, they're going to get your technology and then you're not you're no longer a competition. Now they have the whole market to themselves. So it's going to be very important who can remain um, cash heavy and, and make it through this. And then whoever has the most debt and the most losses with a great customer base is going to get bought out and bought out quick and that's going to open the market up and and really get out the little players but it, it's how business works that's that's how you you get competition out of the way and how you manage your funds and remain liquid at certain times that's why like right now now's the time you want to be cash heavy and be liquid and and ready to make moves when bottoms come in it's the same thing when you buy out companies um in, in the real world
2: i want to point out somebody just commented sam bankman fried was the second largest campaign contributor to the Biden campaign. I don't know, but I think that's necessary. And I think that's worth noting. We are going to kick it into our next article for today, which is a Cardano-related article. As Cardano's secret sauce brings into view a full global infrastructure. This is very interesting. We're going to cover this very briefly. Johnny Crypto, Cardano's capacity for multi-address transactions might be the secret sauce that could make a big contender for running the future of global financial infrastructure. Multiple address transactions are going to be huge for the cryptocurrency market. And I'm surprised we haven't seen more projects Trying to do exactly this, but Johnny, very briefly, what does this article say to you about everything Cardano is doing behind the scenes?
3: You know, well, first of all, Z, our, I looks like we got a new listener, his is Z Alley, and, and he's about as edgy as abs is today. He's very impatient, wants us to get to that XDC news, so hopefully we can get to that quickly. Um, but I will just tell nope. you this Cardano, Cardano has always been an innovator in the space, and the fact that you know they're the first guys now to start looking at multi address transactions, we need that, that has to come. And again, no surprise that it's coming from Cardano. I don't know why Z Ally calls it a grandpa coin. Uh, you know, I don't get that. Um, I think he's overlooking the reality that the Cardano has actually taken all the right steps, moving correctly, moving slowly, has the most, it's the number one chosen platform by developers. So whether you think it's a grandpa coin or not, guess what, buddy? It's coming. <laughs> you can hate it. You don't have to like it. I love it. I love the fact that they're doing multi address transactions. When you have a new technology like this, The guys that kind of do it first kind of tend to drive the way it's going to work, and Cardano's smart. I think they're just going to continue to stay at the top, and they're going to be a number one, two, or three contender in the future for smart contract platforms. I see them as probably being in the top three, and I want them in my bags now.
2: Billy, what are some of your thoughts on Cardano? We know you're not a huge Bitcoin advocate, but Cardano appears to be one of the currencies and one of the projects that's going to be considered a commodity and not a security. That is a very big guess on my end. But when I look at the cryptocurrency market today, it's impossible to ICO without being an unregistered security. How do you feel about the long-term success of Cardano? We know we got the most developers on the Cardano network. What does that say to you?
0: And, and that's what drives the market. What do the people want? And, and that right there says that's what the developers want. And what I really like, because Johnny really turned me on to, to Cardano, um, is listening to uh, Charles speak in his realness and his authenticness. And he just, that's what I look for too when, when long-term investing is like, w- the person that came up with it, what are they talking about? How are they like, what are they speaking out? I didn't like Cardano at first, like last year, I believe it was sometime I home some. Um, because I kept missing project dates. But then you go back and you look at the fundamentals that they are trying to put in place and the things that they're developing. Um, and the fact that they were open about everything kind of swayed me the other way. And, you know, actually listening to him speak and looking at the projects he's on, I, it's going to be around for a long time. And with all the developers coming on, that that's where you got to go. That's where the developers want to be.
2: Exactly, what our next news is today. It's just in FTX is in in talks to buy the second biggest South Korean crypto exchange, BitHub. This is very interesting. Again, it's exactly what you just said, Billy. We're becoming more centralized, and FTX is getting their hands all throughout this market. Any quick comments here?
0: No, it's it's the same thing, bro.
2: Same exact thing. (laughs) Same thing, different day, but I know that NFT Tones has got some great news for our listeners this morning. NFT Tones, we only got a couple of minutes here. I'd love to hear some of your thoughts on what you want to update our listeners on. If not, I do have an Ethereum article, but the floor is yours, my friend.
1: So I just want to talk about how Minecraft uh, is not bringing or allowing NFTs in their uh, game. And I think that this is really important because there was several projects such as Uplift that were already doing stuff with crypto and stuff in Minecraft. With this news article coming out, it changes everything that they're doing and they have to rework everything. And to be honest, I feel like this was a greedy thing for Microsoft to do because what I think they're planning is in the future, they're going to release their own NFTs and stuff in crypto for Minecraft. I think that they want to actually kind of monopolize it and keep it so that they're the only ones that can do stuff for Minecraft. And I think that's kind of unfair for everybody else out there.
2: Totally agree. And I think NFTs are going to be one of the main conversations going forward. With that market collapsing at the same pace as the crypto market, it's definitely something we're going to be keeping an eye on. And when GTA, I believe it's GTA 6, gets released in 2024, that's not only going to have NFTs, but that's going to have cryptocurrency incorporated in it. So that's going to be a huge day for play to earn and NFTs in general. But we're going to close this thing out by saying thank you to each one of our special guests. Thank you to Johnny Crypto. Thank you to Billy. And thank you to NFT Tones. Another amazing episode today. We have 178 live listeners. Show us some love. Smash that like button on the way out of here. Billy is holding up a Ripple XRP coin. So make sure you smash it three times if you support Ripple XRP. Everyone, I hope you have an amazing weekend. We will see you guys at 11 a.m. Monday morning. We're going to close it out the same way we always do. Warriors, Get your shit together, baby. Thank you for joining us.
3: Let's go!